This is the Relic Radio Show, old-time radio entertainment still standing the test of time from RelicRadio.com. This is the Relic Radio Show, 60 minutes of radio drama brought to you every Tuesday by RelicRadio.com. Our first story this week comes from Theater 5. We'll hear their episode from April 30th, 1965, titled Make My Name Clean. After that, it's the Zero Hour. And a favor you can't refuse. Their story from May 31st, 1974. Theater 5 presents Mr. Santos Ortega in Make My Name Clean. Watch your step. What floor? Penthouse. Penthouse? Yeah, why? Nothing. You're the passenger. Say, what's with this apartment building? Something wrong? I don't know. But those four doormen I had to get past in the lobby, they had the manners and looks of a bunch of bit players of some old Humphrey Bogart movie. And, friend, I can just tell you never went to charm school. Decent building needs protection nowadays. You never know what kind of creep's going to walk in off the street. Penthouse. That's the buzzer over there. Oh, thank you. And goodbye, pal. I'll wait. Charming. Angela. Oh, Mr. Felton, you did come. He okay, miss? Yes, thank you, Max. That will be all. Please come in, Mr. Felton. Wow, the lady's for real. Pink and soft and for real. Mr. Felton... What's I... with the Mr. Bit? The name's Harry, remember? Oh, baby. No, please. Not here. Oh, now, baby, is it a nice way to act? I mean, this date was your idea. What's the matter, your husband home? I'm not married. Well, then... Please, you must have misunderstood me last night. Oh, yeah, listen, Bright Eyes, I'm a busy man. You know how many clients I left dangling this afternoon to make this scene come here? No! Oh, nuts. Well, bye-bye, Missy. It was short, but sweet. Don't let him out, Max. Hey, let, let go of me, you big gorilla. You stay, see? Like the lady says. <laughs> Cooperative help you've got in this building. I'm sorry. Mr. Felton, last night when I met you in the nightclub, it wasn't an accident. Oh? My father sent me out to attract you, to get you to come over here today. Nice daddy. He's my father, and I love him very much. What can I do? He wants to hire you for a job. Look, sweetie, you tell him I have an office and a telephone. I'm in the yellow pages under public relations. Now, get that slob away from the door. I've got a busy afternoon ahead of me. Please, you can't go. Papa is dying. 
That's his problem. He's going to make you quite a proposition. The retainer is one million dollars. What? IOUs or play money? One million. I'm serious, Mr. Felton. Well, I always dug serious young ladies. What's the assignment? He wouldn't tell me. He's waiting for you in his bedroom. This way, please. Nice layout you've got here. You should lease it out for the next Army-Navy game. My father does things on a grand scale. This is his room. Yeah? Papa, Harry Felton is here. Press agent? Okay. Let him come in. Please remember, he's very weak. They say I have the perfect bedside manner. Felton? Over here, by the bed. <laughs> I can't talk for good. Sit down. Okay. What's the matter? You don't recognize your face? Red boy like you? What's the matter? It looks so sick you don't recognize your face? What is this? Shut up, I tell you. Nobody recognizes me. I got kind of... Thin like this past year. See? I tell the truth. I got four months left, see? Great boy doctor tells me I only got four months. Papa, no. What the doctor said... I know what he said. It's a lot of devil talk. Comes out I got four months to live, see? (coughs) Papa. (coughs) Papa. Okay. Okay, honey. Without your friend. Huh? Uh, look, folks, this is very uh, touching. You're uh, getting me right in the heart. Shut up. I'd like... Hedge, tell the bright boy who I am. No, Papa, it's not safe. Tell him. He's got to know. Louis Calvin. You? Calvin? You familiar with the name, bright boy? Sure, sure. Louis Calvin. Yeah, I should have recognized you from TV. I was fatter then. Ah, I watched you for three solid weeks when you testified before that crime investigation committee. Louis Calvin. King of the big boys. Drugs, vice, extortion, shady real estate, loan shark. Ah, you're talking like a press agent. Ah, this explains the welcoming committee down in the lobby. But I, I thought you were... You was... thought I was deported. But I undeported myself. I come back. I come back to die. Why? That's my business. You think it's easy for a famous punk like me to get back in the States? Even just to die. <laughs> the truth is, it'd be easier to sneak in on a barge load of uncut heroin. <laughs> Not that I'd know about any barges like that. <laughs> Papa, you mustn't excite yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working for me, bright boy. I think maybe you've got the wrong bright boy. Oh, get that snooty tone all of a sudden. I don't want nothing to do with Louis Calvin. Cheap punk press agent thinks he's too good. And let me tell you, bright boy, you're no rose neither. I got the rundown on you. Hand you. Hand me that notebook there. Yes, Papa. There you see. Harry Felton. Age where he was born. School, everything. Mm-hmm. Army record. Dishonorable discharge. Where did you get When that? I get back a month or so ago, I start asking around. Who's the best public relations punk, I ask? Who's the brightest boy? Who gets the job done? What am I twisting a few arms? 
Who don't care if his hands get a little dirty? Your name keeps turning up like a rotten apple. So I put a couple of my other bright boys out of you and come up with this notebook. To continue. Married twice. First wife divorced you. Second wife a lush. You never see her. Eleven-year-old kid in LaGrange Military School named Richard. And some other interesting names. Pages of them. Politicians, businessmen, movie stars, working girls. Give me that. Look out who you're grabbing from, punk. I may be dying, but I'm still Louis Calvin. All I gotta do is wiggle this pinky and... you or anybody else has chopped me. Listen, you don't scare Sit me down with us. Shut up. Papa. Papa. <laughs> Papa. I'm all right. Don't be along with you. I'm sorry. All right, all right. Bad boy. Let's get down to facts. There's this million dollars. I got it in a bank in Zurich, Switzerland, under the name Gregory Taylor. You play ball with me. You're Gregory Taylor. I said a million, bright boy. An OW2 form neither. A million? Tax-free? I see. I touched on one of bright boy's favorite subjects. And what does playing ball with you entail? Make my name clean. What? Before I die... Make my name clean. Your name? Make the name of Louis Calvin clean? I know. You're a bright boy, press agent. That's your job, ain't it? Well, there's a limit to what even a press agent... What limits? Stop snowing me, will you? You bum to the greatest con artist ever lived. You can sell the suckers on anything or anybody. You're dreaming, mister. Listen. When I first come over to this country, back when I'm a kid, 1910, 11... There's this punk owns half of everything. I mean, what he had back then makes what I got now look like peanuts. Tycoon, he calls him. Cute name. Tycoon. Everybody knew what he really was. How he made out by grinding people under a seal by the hundreds. His reputation makes mine look like Santa Claus, get me? Yeah, but... Shut up when I tell you. But all of a sudden, it starts to change. He became a benefactor. A wise old man of wealth and good deeds. The sucker started to love him. And you know why? Because he hired himself a bright boy like you to make his name clean. Make my name clean. How can I do something? Tell you another story. I owned half a singer once. Sang like an angel. But inside he was so twisted up and sick. Made you feel crawly just thinking about it. Big star. Everybody loved him. And Why? Because we had a bright boy follow him around like a street clean after a parade. We made his name clean, see? <coughs> Make my name clean. Why? Why is it so important to you? Because, because I'm going to die. So? I'm afraid. You? I don't want to admit that. I'll tell you the truth. I'm afraid. Because I've done some things. I'm afraid the way it makes people hate me. I'm afraid to die with all this hate hanging over me. Make my name clean. Please, make my name clean. Goodbye, Mr. Calvin. Uh, wait a minute. Punk, what's your turn your back on me like that? Papa, where'd you get that Shut hand? up, shut up. Sit down, Rabbi. Sit down. I just told you stuff I never told anybody. You're making me wine. You're working for me. You ain't working at all. <laughs> 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 
Papa put that gun down. Oh, Mr. Felton, honestly, I didn't realize you'd gone this far. Sit down, Brad Boy. I'll blow your high-falutin' brains right out of your head. Sit down! Your offer's so charming. How can I refuse? Look at Bright Boy, will you? Playing a cool. Oh, you Brad Boys make me laugh. Inside, inside your guts, you could turn to cool ash. But outside, you play it cool. Give me a laugh, see? <laughs> Listen, you bright blood punk. I'm telling you, make my name clean. Louis Calvin is telling you to make his name clean. Papa, Papa, put that gun down, please. Please. You don't need a press agent, Calvin. You need a priest. Priest. <laughs> I go with a priest, too. Wave his hands around, say a lot of words. Bright boy priest ain't gonna make my name clean. It's not your name, Papa. It's your soul. Soul, don't make me laugh. What soul's gotta do with anything? Who sees souls nowadays? It's your name. What's on the outside? That's all that cards are, suckers. The outside, eh, bright boy? You tell her. Am I right? You're calling the shots. Right. Louis Calvin always calls his shots. Okay? You wait for me. I want to hear it from your mouth. You're my own private bright boy. I'm your bright boy. All right, Papa. See, he's working for you. Now, please give me that gun, please. Oh, for crying out loud here. Okay, bright boy. Let's get down to facts. All right, look. Well, I see this this way. I got four months, not much time. Now I got myself a good con artist working for me. And you start right away, today. You start getting stuff written up about me. Nice stuff, see? Mm. Like about all the good I'm doing with my dough. Only how nobody knows about it. Makeup stuff. Who's gonna know? Open homes in Europe, that kind of stuff, see? You start counting the suckers out there, and they start buying. And they start to say, maybe that old Louis Calvin, maybe he ain't such a bad guy, they say. Heck, has my life been perfect? Nobody's perfect, see? <laughs> I start putting funny things in the papers About the funny way I can't talk so good I become like A lovable character, you know <laughs> oh, I got this all figured out I've been laying here day after day in this bed Figuring it out <laughs> And they start digging me You get it? The suckers start digging Louis Calvin we caught him into digging a little gavel, get me? Yeah, I get you. That's what you think. You ain't had to pay off. We're after the biggest sucker of them all. Biggest sucker? Will you shut up when I tell you? I've been thinking about this. Laying here day after day. Listen. All them suckers out there are conned. I'm whispering my nose on them. And I'm getting ready to croak. We make a big sloppy thing about it. You know... The poor helpless slob, just like you and me, bravely facing deathbed. Huh? You get me? We got them all so conned. These suckers out there. We got them all so conned. And they start feeling for Louis Calvin, see? They start feeling for him. Maybe they slip in a prayer to him, see? This is what makes the whole beautiful thing work. When them poor suckers out there start praying for Louis Calvin, then we're really getting close to the biggest one of them all. You want their prayers? Yeah. Yeah. They gotta pray, see? That's the kicker. They pray. They pray. And who hears prayers? Him. He hears all them little suckers praying. 
He hears all the suckers on earth praying for Louis Calvin. Because in their prayers, we got them all saying the name Louis Calvin. Over and over, see? Papa, you've got to uh, stop. No, let me down. I know what I'm talking about. I tell you, I got it all worked out. I got... <laughs> all you got to do is follow my plan. Look at the picture. All those suckers praying their stupid hearts over Louis Calvin. Right? It's just got to have some effect on him. Right? As you see, only it's a priest when we got all them suckers down on their knees. Praying to heaven like that. Papa, stop. Stop talking like this. It's blasphemy. Don't listen to What is she now? Don't listen to that bright boy. Because you know what I'm getting at. When he, when he hears all them suckers praying for me, he ain't going to know it's a con job. He's just going to hear them prayers. And, and he's going to, he's going to, Go ahead. Go ahead. He's, uh, I mean, he's going to maybe let me cop a plea. See, if I, if I know, if I even had a chance with him, I wouldn't be so afraid. See, I'll make my name clean. Make my name clean. Papa, stop. Stop, you must leave. Stop. Right, boy. Don't I dare grab you. Don't grab you where it counts. You tell any punk press agent you ever got a job like this? You tell me any punk press agent you ever got paid one million bucks to con God? Papa! No, you don't know what you're saying. One million bucks! You're out of your mind! To con God! For Louis! Come! Mr. Felton! Mr. Felton, you must leave. You must get out of here. No, no, no. You stay. You stay. I'll see that he doesn't harm you. I have the gun, you see. Get out. Get out while you can. Next to the elevator, the back stairs. Use them. You'll be safe, I promise. Don't you dare leave this room. Calvin. Calvin, I never thought these words would pass my lips. But may God have mercy on you. You could do that. Come back here. Come back here. No. No, you mustn't. You're too weak. Get back to me. I'm going to stop him. I'm going to stop my only chance. Papa! Papa! Let me help you. Let me help you back to bed. Let the brave boy out. He's my last chance. Don't let him out. Felton's gone, Papa. He's gone. And Max can't hear you. Let me out. Let me out. I've got to get the phone. Call my boys. Get his kid. Get Brad Boy's kid. Out in that school. Get Brad Boy's kid. Papa. Then he'll come back. Then he'll crawl back to work for me. No, Papa. Get back in bed. You, you point that gun at me. You point that gun at your own father. Go back to bed. Please. Give me that real Papa. Papa, I'm uh, sorry. I'm so afraid. Papa. Oh, don't die yet, Papa. I know you're dying, but not yet, Desk. Sammy, get me St. Anthony's. Yes, the church. I, I want Father Dominic. 
Papa needs him now. Theater 5 has presented Make My Name Clean, written by Romeo Muller, directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Santos Ortega, James McCallion, Joan Loring, and Peter Carew. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. has been an ABC Radio Network production. I'm Rod Serling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Keith Walker's caustic account of disorganized crime. A favor he can't refuse. Starring William Shatner. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of... The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company, Shenley Industries, Matus Wine, Beech Nut Chewing Tobacco, and Dial Soap. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with another car buyer's report from Ford. Car size and fuel economy are important considerations today, but so is the total cost of ownership, which involves purchase price, trade-in value, and operating economy. And Ford feels if you compare mid-sized cars, you'll choose Ford Torino. Take some operating economy examples. Torino offers gas-saving steel-belted radio-ply tires standard, runs on regular gas, and has a 26.5-gallon fuel tank that's 20% more capacity than its closest sales competitor. And compare some scheduled maintenance costs. You'll find in the course of 50,000 miles that compared to its closest sales competition, Torino's chassis is scheduled to be lubricated only once to there eight times. Spark plugs are scheduled to be replaced only half as often. Everyone says compare. Ford says compare not only the cars, but the total cost of owning a car. The closer you look, the better we look. (laughs) 
Peter principle calls for a person to rise to their own level of incompetence. That's the problem of a region syndicate chieftain when he tries to do away with our easygoing hero, Ali Evangelino, in this piece titled, A Favor You Can't Refuse. Hey, come on, you bum. I'll race you to the float. Oh, no way. Well, don't, don't leave me alone. Hey, come on. I, look no, at I, you. I, you I, look I, like an almond joy. Oh, come on. Coochie, coochie, coochie. Oh, no fair. <laughs> hey, come on. Try something that's warm. Come I'm here, you. Come here. I'm, hey, I'm, no, I'm, you come, don't. Come on, hey. Oh. <laughs> It's not nice to fool with Mother Karate. Come on, you're gonna soak. You let go of my foot. <laughs> Big man, huh? Will you quit that? How's it gonna look? Petite blonde dragging her man through the sand. <laughs> you, him, I, Jane. Let's go. The last one to the floor. He's the peanut butter sandwich. Lunch too, hey, guy. You think of everything. Hey, no. So, backstroke the gall of that woman. Condition. Here, take my hand. How could you? Where's my pride? Right. Now take my hand. Well, thank you, sweet mate. Save my life. nothing fair, Knight. I, uh, what, what was Deacon, that? Deacon, now. Over the side, quick. This is no time for jokes. I'm not joking. Move around to this side. Where's the thermos? How can you think of drinking at a time... Where's the thermos? This side of the boat, I think. Elle, where are you going? Dee, swim for the shore. Elle, you okay? I'm coming. What happened? Let's get to shore. I waited till they got close... And through the thermos, got the driver. Boat crashed in the dock. Yeah, what happened? Look, hey, for uh, somebody call the police yeah. There's been an accident. Oh, an accident. Hell, yeah. oh, good grief. Look at our room. It's been torn apart. It figures. You mean the money? Yeah, this is getting complicated. Where did you hide it? Behind the air conditioning grill. <laughs> Well, it's not here. Naturally. First thing they did was say, look behind the air conditioner grill. Elliot! Okay, okay. Uh, how much was there? You never told me. A million. A million dollars? You better get that oil. Well, what are we going to do now? Go back to the States. A million dollars? You've been going on and on about that. You, you really think we've been set up? Would you want the lady cook for wine with dinner? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I will bring it. Yes. Yes what? Yes, I, I think we were set up, but I can't believe the syndicate would do it. Oh, they wouldn't try to kill you. I don't know. Oh, Dad's been dead a year. Maybe they decided the son should be put out of the way. Oh, I don't believe it. Your dad was always so respected by all the families. Everyone looked up to him. Mm -hmm. You know, you've never talked very much about him. I respected him, even if I didn't agree with what he was. Ah. Is that why you didn't take over when he died? Shrimp and steak, no? I'm shrimp, she's steak. I have sharper teeth. He has to gum it. <laughs> Enjoy it, crazy gringos. <laughs> well? Well... Dad was getting old. 
I think he felt his only son should go legit. I agreed. You loved him very much, didn't you? Can I have your carrots? Yeah, yeah, I did. If you felt so strongly, why did you agree to Mr. Badalucci's request? To take the money? I don't know. He was always a friend of Dad's. He asked a favor. Said the money was payment to one of their South American operations. Funny that the contact never showed. Yeah. You want your salad? Maybe we should have kept the money. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what Giovanni wanted. Come in. You sent for me, Giovanni? Mr. Bartolucci. Sit down. Batista, I have a contract to let. Are you interested? I do not like to be called a hoodlum. 50,000. Oh. Elliot Angelino. When? Go to Los Angeles. He'll be coming in by plane shortly. Follow him. Await my instructions. Matus is an old-world rosé wine people enjoy everywhere. Like down in the Delta, they know the blues are what you make it, and that the light, easy-to-like taste of Matus rosé makes the meal. Man, on the West Coast, Matus is out of sight, but you see it everywhere. And in New England, Matus Rosé is perfect for that elegant evening on the town. Matus, the rosé wine that goes with everything good, anywhere, anytime at all. Hey, 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 Matus Rosé. Imported by Dreyfus Ashby and Company, New York, New York. Hey, good evening, Spencer. How's the wheel? Good, sir. Very good. Hello, Ginny. You doing good tonight? Sure. The sucker's always biting. Very good. Mark, a very tender for a change of cards. Hello. Hey, what's wrong up there? Spencer's been dumping to a friend for 20 minutes. Gee, 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 leave behind you, but I think you're right away. You take care of it. Permanent. Permanent? Well, okay, if you... Giovanni, New York? All right, five minutes. Vegas, Badalucci. I'll hold. Hey, Giovanni. Are you well? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Costa. Thank you. Giovanni, I have heard things I'm not happy with. I'm sorry, sir. Can I help? Is it true that you have let a contract on the son of my old friend? Yes, I'm sorry to tell you. Why? I did not mean to hide anything from you, but as head of the Western Region, I felt it was my duty to uh, protect our mutual interests. How is that? Well, it's in the report to your office last week, sir. The boy has been found to be skimming. How much? Almost a million over the last three weeks. I don't believe this. You would not do such a thing. It is my honor, eh? I see. All right. 
you are responsible for the discipline in your reason, but the money must be recovered if at all is possible. Oh, thank you. I can assure you, we will try. Adrian Olds? Yes? Get in the car. I will not. Unless you wish to die on this street, you will do as I ask. Go, Lee. Why are you doing this? Has it something to do with Elliot? Yes, you are the bait. <laughs> Seems like a man's world just isn't the same anymore, but some things you can still trust, like beech nut chewing tobacco. Beech nut just keeps on getting better. Beech nut's a lot moister these days, with more taste, less stems. Today's beech nut, fresher, longer-lasting flavor. You ought to try it. Girls in bars, girls in pants, the man just don't stand a chance, but there's still ways to show them who's who. Treat your dogs with respect, you keep your traps oiled and checked, and beech nut's the tobacco you chew. you do as I say, we won't touch you. Now, we want a meeting. 3 a.m. at the marina. A boat named Marianne and Slip 5. What are you... Good. Hey, Lee, take her down the car. <coughs> Mr. Bartolucci. you to come early. Tepe, time up. Lee, shove off. We have only 40 minutes to rendezvous. Patience, my dear Miss Knowles. Oh, I must say, the gag is very becoming. Hey, not so tight. Relax. Enjoy the few moments that remain in your life. Tepe, you may ungag the lady. Wait, let me up or I'll kill you. On the contrary. It is I that will kill you. 
Very sure. You'll be caught. I hardly think so. I planned this very carefully. Very carefully. You see, ever since your father died, some members of the council have maintained that it is you that should be heading the Western region. Of course, I could not have that. So I arranged for you to act as courier, thus placing the loss of that million on you. Then I set up the books so that they show an additional seven million that's been taken out over the past year. But the controls? A simple matter. They are flawed. I merely affixed the your code to the receipts. So now, getting rid of you <laughs> has the approval of the council. The last said they will be advised that we're unable to find the missing money. <laughs> uh, sad, isn't it? The son of Angelino has betrayed the family. You hated my father, didn't you? Always. Always. It was always him the council listened to. Never me. Well, this will show them how much they can respect me. I've shown the son of Angelino to be a thief. I'm afraid this conversation must wait. Tuppy, help me tied to the freighter. Oh, uh, you two may have a few moments. I'm sorry, my darling. It's okay. I should have pulled away completely years ago. It's my own fault for accepting the casino job. Giovanni's a fool, though. I would never have gotten involved in the family again. You are the come. You untie us. So, up the ladder, please. Al, it's some kind of a freight ship. Signora Bottolucci, Captain Rossi, I brought some friends. Please, come aboard. Come on, you two. Hurry. Captain, is everything in order? See, si, very much so. Enter your cargo. Ah. In the walls of the boat. Can your crane accommodate it? Ah, sure. <laughs> I will attend to it. Why don't you and your friends go along to my sea cabin? Well, thank you. <laughs> That's very clever, Giovanni. Is all the money stashed in the boat? Yes. And thank you. I appreciate the compliment. What do you intend to do with us? Oh, you disappointed me, Miss Knowles. I thought it would be obvious once we set to sea. Well... Oh, Al! Uh, this captain, is he in this with you? He's an old friend, in need of money. We'll receive a small percentage once the seven million is safe in the Swiss bank. Oh, I believe this is the captain's cabin. Good evening, Giovanni. Mr. Costa. All of you, please come in. Debitos, please close the door. Yes, Mr. Costa. I don't know why I came to Vegas with you. I mean, that was a dirty trick to pull. Uh, I, I couldn't help it. The Mr. Costa came to me with his suspicions and asked for the family's sake if I would help. It was a favor... Mm, I could not refuse, oh. as I say. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Teppy, is that really his name? No, no. Tepista means hoodlum. But he's called that with affection. Teppy was in Mr. Costa's confidence from the start, but his word was not enough for Costa to justify, uh, removal of Giovanni. After all, he was a regional chief. This is not the old days, my love. Oh. Do you mind if I uh, join you two? Not at all, please. 
We just uh, finished the meeting of the council. They were uh, disappointed, Elliot. Disappointed with what, El? I was asked to take over the region. <gasps> no. No, it's okay. I refused. Well, I won't take up that cliche, but it uh, would have been like the old days. Angeline, how it's a table. <laughs> I think my father would have approved my decision. I'm sure he would. He and I talked at length about you before he died. I didn't know. Uh, only a few minutes before my plane, so... Uh, this is uh, for you and the lady. A check? Yes, yes. You call it a uh, finder's fee, eh? <laughs> I must go now. Please, remember, mio fratello, we are always at your service. Grazie. Buono notte. L, what did he call you? Brother. Is, uh, the check... Well, uh, could I see it? Sure. Oh! <laughs> now, that's the first time I've ever seen you speechless. I, I, I can't, I, 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 I don't. I, I never saw it. <laughs> Put it in your sock. We'll use it on our honeymoon. <laughs> show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can, of course, find more from Theater 5, The Zero Hour, this podcast, and all the others, and our shoutcast stream, all at relicradio.com. Lots to listen to there, all for free. Thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website while you're there. Thanks again to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Be back next Tuesday with another hour of The Relic Radio Show.